This is Science Friday. I am Ira Plato. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio Iowa Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. Martha's Vineyard, you know it has a beautiful island off the coast of Massachusetts. And like many idyllic places in the U.S., development has threatened the island's ecosystem. In this case, it's the sand plain grassland found there, a rare ecosystem. But taking up the challenge is a team of volunteers shouldering a daunting task to plant 1,000 wildflowers to rehab the area. Joining me is Barbara Moran, environment correspondent at WBUR in Boston. Welcome back to Science Friday. Thanks, Ira. Great to be here. Nice to have you. Okay, give us some more information. Uh, The Bamford Preserve. Paint a little word picture for us, will you please? Sure. So the preserve is about 60 acres. And as you said, it's called a sand plain grassland. And what that means is the soil is very sandy. And when you look at it, it doesn't look like much. You know, I went out there and I was like, oh, grass, right? (laughs) So it's this (laughs) huge grassy field with like sort of knee high tall grass waving in the wind and but there's there's no trees you know there's no nothing sort of there's no magnificent sequoias or anything out of it but it's a huge open field with knee high grass but it's a really rare kind of place right yeah it's called a globally rare biodiversity hotspot right so this type of ecosystem is found only on the east coast between new york and maine and most of the remaining um, sand plain grassland is actually in massachusetts and so when i went out there to the vineyard i spoke with mike whittemore he's the stewardship manager for the nature conservancy in massachusetts and he's overseeing this restoration these systems right here these little systems right here hold a high concentration of rare and uncommon species in the region. So it's not only the plants, but it's the wildlife, the pollinators, the things that you don't always see. So, you know, like I said, it it doesn't look like much to the untrained eye, but there are a couple species of birds that depend on grasslands like this, um, and a couple species of beetles and butterflies that are found almost nowhere else in the world. Right. So, So what's the development threat around the Bamford Preserve? So this area used to be a farm. It was a hayfield and it came up for sale about 15, 20 years ago and it was slated for development. You know, the the vineyard, like many places, is under huge pressure for people who want to build summer homes there. Um, And the Nature Conservancy kind of swooped in and was able to buy it. So if they hadn't bought it, this would have been developed into, you know, condos or giant summer homes. Uh, let, let's talk about the, the goal here. Now, this is to plant a thousand wildflowers. Tell me about that. Yeah. So the day I was there, that's what they were doing. But the, the restoration started about 15 years ago. And they what they had to do is take this field, which had been, you know, torn up and planted with non-native plants for years and years and figure out how to restore it. Right. So they got uh, the Marine Biological Lab involved. They put out all these you know, sample plots to see what to do. And they started a few years ago with planting native grasses. And then last year they started planting wildflowers. Um, And this year they planted 1,000 wildflowers called the New England Blazing Star, which is specialized to sand plain grasslands. And even though it was like so much work, I couldn't believe it. Like that they had to go around the vineyard and 
get seeds from the existing wildflowers and grow them for two years and then get them out to plant them. And all these volunteers go out trudging through the grass and planting a thousand flowers by hand. So that's what they were doing the day I was out there. Right. So so if you get all these thousands of plants growing there, does that make the area a little more amenable to the changing environment we're going through? Right. And that was my question. I was saying like, well, if the climate's changing, right, and it's going to get hotter and wetter or whatever, is, is this does this make sense? Right. Does this make sense right. to plant all these native species, um, are they just going to die in five years, right? And I put right. that question to Mike Boland. He's the director of Poly Hill Arboretum on Martha's Vineyard. And he was the guy who went out and collected all the seeds and spent all the time cultivating these wildflowers. Um, and he argues that native plants have a better shot at adapting to climate change. Here's what he said. These plants, um, more than most, have like a 14,000 year evolutionary advantage of growing in these ecosystems so there will be plants that persist even with these rough conditions coming on so um, it's really it's doable well so the the plants will be around probably a lot longer than maybe some of the people there yeah that's what that's what they think you know i mean they've They've been through a lot, these plants, right? They've been there for thousands of yeah. years as the ecology has changed and the climate has changed. So hopefully they'll make it through this next phase of the climate emergency. Well, Barbara, thank you very much. Wishing you a, a cool summer. You too, Ira. Barbara Moran, environment correspondent at WBUR in Boston, Massachusetts.